Super Talk Mississippi media production. Specializing in Ford, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Rams. CorinthAutoGroup.com and FordOfCorinth.com, where cars and happy drivers meet. Visit us now in person or online with the experience you deserve. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome to Coast View, the show that every single day celebrates the men and women who are making Coast of Mississippi such a great place to live, work, and play. Today, we're going to have a bit of a Coast View diversion and tell the story of two people that we'll come to in just a second who have made a really interesting decision to change how they were going to live, literally a major league lifestyle change that um, that I think a lot of people are going to envy. And, uh, you know, one, uh, one has a, a famous Biloxian name. The other is a retired firefighter. Uh, it's going to be a fun story. But let me, let me share a couple of quotes with you real quick that I think you're going to you're going to enjoy these, these quotes. Incidentally, since so many of us in coastal Mississippi enjoy boating, we spend a lot of time in boating. If we're if we're not uh, if we don't own our own boat, we can't wait to get on one as soon as we can. So it sort of defines us as a community. Here is a quote from Mark Twain: Twenty years from now, you will be more disappointed by the things you didn't do than those you did. So throw off the bow lines, sail away from safe harbor, catch the wind in your sails, explore, dream, discover. 20 years from now, you will be more disappointed by the things you didn't do than the things you did. That's true, actually. That, that is always true, actually. And uh, so a lot of us are focused on not having regrets. That's, that is for sure. Here's another one. Cruising, of course, you did boating as well. Is fixing your boat in exotic locations. I don't know who said that, but I just love that quote. You know, when you own a boat, you know this. It's kind of a hole in the water that you throw money in. And if you're smart about it, you know, the boat will stay maintained. And uh, you can, by doing really smart preventive maintenance, you can you can limit the amount of money you got to put in that hole in the water. But, you know, it's expensive to own a boat. Here is one from Brooks Atkinson. Land was created to provide a place for boats to visit. <laughs> Land was created to provide a place for boats to visit. And then Sir Francis Drake said this, It isn't that life ashore is distasteful to me, but life at sea is better. Two people who can really, really appreciate every single one of those quotes and I can't wait to tell their story today and the, their decision, this huge decision they made is Tony and uh, Tori Toronto, of course, Tony Davidson and Tori Toronto Davidson from Ocean Springs. I guess they're not from Ocean Springs anymore. They're they're from somewhere out there <laughs> coming to us today from Marathon, Florida. Tori, uh, Tony, how you guys doing? Fabulous. How about Great. you? It's, it's good to see you guys. I've really been looking forward to telling your story. I'm glad we reconnected. I, I knew Tori when I was at JD many, many years ago. J, it now it's the Harrison County campus for Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College. She uh, played piano and sang, and I played a little bit of piano and played drums, and we were in this little variety troupe together. But I remember her to be beautiful, talented, vivacious, and now that I've seen her in her older years, she's still that. 
And uh, Tony is a lucky man, that is for sure. But you have to have a great relationship, and you'll understand why here in just a second, to make the decision that they made. So, Tony, uh, excuse me, Tori, let's start with Tori. Tori, how do you make a decision to live a lifestyle that involves selling your house, selling your cars, getting on a boat, and just going? How do you make a decision like that? Well, we definitely made it together. Uh, We had a boat before, and we spent a lot of time on it. We knew we didn't want to live in the box anymore. You know, we didn't fit in the box. We wanted to do something different. We actually thought about maybe moving to Central America, to Panama, or just something different. Because if you stay home, you're going to just work the rest of your life. And so together, we love boating. And we had a smaller boat before this one. And we go and stay for two, two and a half weeks and uh, didn't want to come home. And so thought we could do this and started looking for the, the, the boat to call home and and. But the rest is history. Yeah, it's right. important to have both people on the same page wanting to do something different. Tony, have you always had an adventurous spirit? Yes, I've always uh, loved the outdoors. I've fished and hunted. and uh, Yeah, yeah. I've always liked it, like some adventure. Well, here's a, here's a post you guys did on May the 20th, 2021. And, Tony, you can tell me what the heck you were doing all this time. But the, the, here's what it said. By the way, the, you can follow them on T&T's Big Adventure on Facebook. T&T's Big Adventure. Of course, Tori and Tony's Big Adventure. But here is a post you guys did, May 20th, 2021. Our boat has been on the yard for 17 months. Tony has been working seven days a week the entire time to make it awesome. We just sold our home, and we will be living on the boat full-time in just a matter of weeks. Needless to say, we are very excited. It has been a journey, though, hasn't it, Tony? Yes, it is. Um, I had no idea what I was getting into when we bought this boat. It's what you would call a project boat when we bought it. And overall, I spent two years on the yard refitting the boat so the whole boat has been gone through all the systems and uh like i said i had no idea what i was getting into when i jumped in the deep end of the pool <laughs> what did hey tony did you learn as you went because you know again my time around boats i get it i've, I've fished on luggers and i've fished on you know obviously fiberglass boats and more more modern uh you know larger um center consoles etc but you know when you put a boat on the yard it it requires a very specific set of skills. Did you just develop those on your own? Did you always have those skills? Is it something you just learned as you went? What was the what was your level of preparation for those many months? Well, I've always been mechanically inclined. Uh, been able to work on my trucks and everything I've had, and I've always had boats, so I've always learned how to work on them. Uh, went on the uh, the boat yard back home, uh, Bay Marine, which Paul Bowden owns. And he taught me a lot. I couldn't have done it without him. I'd never done fiberglass work. I'd never done, you know, the extensive type of projects that I've done here. So I had a whole lot of help. Well, it was interesting, though, that time on the yard, I think about being a firefighter. I was a paramedic at one time in my life, so I I can relate well to the world that you came from. But the amount of training and preparation and being ready for whatever, whatever, whatever the situation might be, being prepared with the proper skills. But when I read that that quote that cruising is fixing your boat in exotic locations, 
the the reality of that time that you spent with that boat on the yard preparing it, this fixer-upper boat, making it what you made it into today, sort of was the training, like the firefighter training you went through. It's training you, getting you ready for anything that might come up, whether out on the middle of the water somewhere or at a you know you know sitting at a harbor somewhere when something breaks. You're you're much more adept at fixing things, aren't you? Yes, absolutely. Uh, I know everything about this boat. I know where every wire goes. I know where everything on the whole boat is. So when something goes wrong, I'm at a definite advantage knowing how to fix it. Yes. That's pretty cool. I can't imagine being on a journey like your own and not having that skill set. You'd be relying on a lot of people, some expensive people, I might add, on top of that. Absolutely. So, so, hey, Kyle, do you have a picture of those pictures I sent over? We'll show you a picture of what the boat looks like. And then uh, I thought, you know, there was a bunch, y'all posted different pictures here and there, but the uh, the next two that Cal will post, and this is for the Facebook audience, we'll get we'll get Tony to describe what you're seeing. That's kind of a before picture, and uh, you get a sense of, you know, when you see the after picture, you really get a sense of the massive, uh, you know, just transformation that Tony put this boat through. I mean, it really was. So describe the boat to me, Tony. Um. It's a 44-foot marine trader. Um, it's a 1982 model. So uh, as you can see from the pictures, we've changed it a whole lot. Like the picture you showed was of the back deck. There was no hard top over it. Um, I did a lot of fiberglass work back there. I added the hard top. And on the hard top, there's solar panels, which charge our batteries when we're at anchor. So, Yeah. That's cool, man. You're a, a kind of a modern setup. When I look at it, what I think about, it, I think about a Grand Banks with you know, holding some tenders on the back, and that's sort of the the setup that that was. And you create a sort of this socializing place up top where you guys can go sit up there and enjoy the great sunsets and sunrises. And I bet you spend a lot of time up there. It, it's our living area. And actually, when when the boat prior to him doing all this, that was. Zero usability. You could use that for nothing. And now that's where we basically live. That's like uh, <laughs> say it again, Tony. That's like our back porch. Oh, I see it. I see. I mean, I love it. That's just a, it's, it's, it's sort of what I would have done if I would have had the opportunity uh, to do that. Listen, um, it, it's still, I want to come back and reflect a bit more on this whole notion of making a decision to sell everything. Uh, I rem, you know, one of the posts, uh, Tori, that I read, you, you guys literally sold your cars one day and you left the next day. And, uh, you know, I saw, you know, again, I, I read all your posts. So I have a, a vivid memory of, of this journey that you've been on. When you, you know, you had done some work on the engines, you did a trip to Ship Island and over to Horn Island, and you were just trying to get, you know, get your act together about, you know, we ready to go. And then when you started to head east uh, toward Alabama for that first, you know, trip across Mobile Bay and into, I guess, Orange Beach, uh, I want to talk about what that felt like. You know, you 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 are on this journey, and you really don't have a day to come home. And you know, you and look here it is. That was you know that was a, that was what two years ago now. November, Over two years. November was one year. Okay, one year. Okay. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Tony and Tori Davidson. Subscribe for free to the Coast View Podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
His love for the coast is why he's here. It's Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. I'm telling the story of Tony and Tori Davidson. And uh, we're going to continue the conversation about what it was like for them to actually set out on this journey. But I want to take a step back for just a second. Um, Tori, tell me about your family. Um, my, I have, uh, uh, my dad was Fabian Taranto and my mom, uh, is June Juanico Taranto. A lot of people might know her cause she dated Elvis back in the day. And, uh, I've got two older brothers. I'm the baby girl. So, you know, I might've been a little spoiled, <laughs> uh, growing up with two older brothers. So, yeah, and I, 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 have I, can... a son, I have a Go son. Ahead. Uh, uh, his name is Dallas, and uh, he's 37. Yeah, I can tell. You know, I know. I mean, you're, you and your father were super close, and I, I, I see your post reflecting on your relationship with your father. But he he made a big big impact on you growing up, didn't he? Oh my gosh, he he was my best bud. You know. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. There's no doubt about that. I bet they are. So what's their level of support about sort of what you're doing? Are they proud of you? They wish you would come home or what's their what's their thoughts? Yeah, they're happy. They're real happy for us. Um, You know, with if we had done this 20 years ago, you can't keep up with people. You got FaceTime. You can. You, you know, it's just so much easier now with you know technology. But everyone's just they they love it. They love it. They're like so happy that you're you're living your living your life, living your dream. So c- coming over to you, Tony. Um, so w- were you always a firefighter? Is that sort of how you started, and you just that was your career for the whole time, or did you do other things along the way? Yeah, I did a lot of other things before I was a firefighter. I uh, joined the U.S. Army right out of high school. Did four years in, in the military. And then I worked offshore, worked construction, worked various different jobs. And I was 30 years old when I hired on at the fire department. Yeah. Well, that's, that's interesting because a lot of the guys there, they start young. And uh, and there's a lot of, uh, it's almost like a fraternity. There's a lot of uh, orientation things that they do to get you ready. Was that tougher as a 30-year-old? No, it wasn't. I was in, I, yeah, I was, I was in good shape back then. So, uh, yeah. You enjoyed it. It, yeah, physically, it was no problem. That, that's cool. So uh, you got family in Ocean Springs? Yeah, I'm originally from Ocean Springs. My mom and dad both grew up there. Yeah. I uh, grew up right downtown Ocean Springs, right by Freedom Field. And, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> from the time my mama would let me walk down to the harbor, I was fishing. That, that was my big thing. I, I wanted to fish every chance I got. That's that's my story too, Tony. That that is for sure. So, what about family and friends in terms of their reaction to you going on this journey? Well, everybody's very happy for us. Of course, my mom misses me. <laughs> I miss them too. But uh, everybody's happy for us. Yeah, we get a lot of support. Tori, I think you've done a great job. You know, I came from I came from a, a career in media, and later in my career, I was involved in in significant digital media efforts. And I retired as a CEO of a company uh, that was in very, very engaged in digital media. I think you do a really good job of telling your story. If you go back and, you know, it's, it's what you've created literally is a, an electronic um, or digital history book of your journey. 
And uh, if you ever come home and decide you're going to buy a house again and settle back down, um, you know, you'll you'll look back on this journey and ha- it will all be so well documented through the photos, through the telling of the story. I'm going to this harbor and we're going here next. And and then, uh, you know, your little video essays that you do along the way. You, you've, uh, I can tell you enjoy it. I mean, there's no, there's no fake in it. It is, it is a real enthusiasm for the lifestyle that you two have chosen. And, uh, and it's really reflected well in the way that you handle your social media. And I, I bet you've really gotten a lot of positive feedback from people because of that. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's amazing how many, uh, people reach out and say that, you know, they're living vicariously through us or they've done it before and they're they're too old and now they're kind of living living the dream again and but we've met so many people through it. You know, I guess I guess we we seem approachable. You know, some people don't seem approachable, but we're just real people living life and loving life and we're approachable. So people will private message us and say, hey, uh, we, we see that you're at so-and-so marina. You want to go, we'll meet and go and have dinner. And we're like, okay, you know, so <laughs> met lots of people. Kind of strange. It's kind of a, a, a different kind of life because yeah. you would never get in the car with a complete stranger, go to dinner with them. And yeah. then when they invite you to stay at their house two days later, you go spend the night at their house. And it's just kind of a, a crazy thing, but we've met just wonderful people and I, I well, love love doing it. I love reaching out. I love, you know, it, it's just a, a natural thing. Well, in order to do that, though, you have to have a natural ability to read people. You know, you you know, you're you're both very good at connecting. And uh, you have to have a good radar, you know. You 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 know you you know, <laughs> and yeah. uh, and of course you're on a journey, so you, it's not like you're going to have tremendous amount of time to get to know somebody because you're going to like stay in port for such a, a short period of time. But what I want to do is I want to I want to I want to come back to where I was before we went to break a few minutes ago, and that is you you kind of did this test drive of the boat and went to Ship Island and Horn Island and. But but not long after that, you you came out of of uh, out of uh, the Biloxi Small Craft Harbor, or actually Point Cadet Plaza. Is that is that where you uh, uh, Marina, and you and you headed east. <clears throat> what I remember, there's probably a term for this, but I remember the first time that I went 100 miles offshore in my boat. I just remember the first time had all the technology and, but I you know there's a point where you're not you're no longer have cell service and you're you just you're you're now you're out there way out there and you the thing that goes through your head before you leave is what's going to go wrong you know what might break and what you know did I do that right or you know, did I is everything done are we are we where we need to be, but then there's a point when you get out there that you start to be you forget about the shore you forget that you worried about all those things. You sort of, something transforms in your soul and you're kind of in the moment now and you realize, gosh, this is amazing. And you're not, you're no longer worried anymore. You just kind of do your thing. Was there a point like that for y'all as well? When you left, you thought, man, we're, we're actually doing this. And there's a, there was this kind of this evolution you had to go through to get disconnected. Um, because you're stu- you had all these checklists when you were back at the harbor that you had to do. Does that sound familiar to you, t- uh, Tori? Oh yeah. It, it, but we were, uh, you know, we're trying to leave, trying to leave. And you just say, okay, tomorrow's the day. Tomorrow's the day. And he, he did such an awesome job with the boat. We weren't worried about anything because like he said before, if, when something happens, he knows what it is and he can fix it and it will happen. It does happen. And, 
And if, if people think it's not going to, they're sadly mistaken <laughs> because something goes wrong and it's always the most inopportune times, too. But, well, yeah. you guys, okay, you moved into your boat, and, you know, this is before you left. Um, had some hurricane scares, had to go to Hurricane Hall, and thank God we didn't have any direct hits during that time. But you probably were thinking, how many challenges are we going to have before we can, like, lift this anchor and get out of here? <laughs> but once you got moving, you went to Orange Beach, and you, almost immediately you get a sense from your post that you, you're, like, already soaking it all up. I mean, this – just the the absolute palatable enthusiasm for we're doing this, we're on this journey, and I can't wait for the next the next point. That was almost immediate, wasn't it? Um, yeah, maybe fifteen minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> I remember you posted uh, you had a kind of a rough ride across um, Mobile Bay to kind of kick off your journey. And you probably have seen some rush seas along the way. What, Tony, how do you decide what, whether you're going to go or not? Well, we are uh, fair weather sailors, <laughs> as the old saying goes. I, I'm uh, very diligent with the weather. And if the weather's not going to be good, we're not, we're not going to travel. It's just, you know, we don't have a schedule. So we just wait for nice days to travel. We really haven't been beaten up that bad by bad, by bad weather. And you know what? Technology has come so far. You have all these great apps, the Windy app, the other apps, and, and you know, just the technology you have. You can plan. You can look out three or four days what the models are saying the seas are going to be or the thunderstorm situation might be, and you can really plan that out. I'm, I'm just very much the same way you are. If there's any chance it's going to be rough, I'm not going. I'm just, you know, why? Because I, I, I did those rough days, and I regretted those rough, rough days. I'm sure you have too. Oh, absolutely. And you know, if you, and I've seen this uh, through friends that we've met doing this. Uh, they go out in rough weather. The wife gets very unhappy, <laughs> and, and she doesn't want to. She doesn't want to be on the boat anymore. Ah, uh, well. yeah, that's another consideration there. Yeah, you don't. You don't, you definitely don't want that. So let's uh, let's do this. I want you to draw a picture. We're not going to we're not going to cover every port, but what I really want you to do is say, okay, here we left Biloxi. And this is where we went. Uh, you know, this is the, the the realm of our travels so far. Give me a sense of that. You want to do it? Or you want me? You can do it. Okay. We we left Biloxi, Orange Beach, the Panhandle of Florida, and a lot of people when they get to the to Apalachicola area, they'll go ahead and cross the Gulf and go down to. Uh, St. Petersburg area, Clearwater. We didn't do that because we wanted to see and experience everything. So we hugged the coast, um, Panama City, um, uh, Apalachicola. Hey, let's do this. Let's do this. We'll, we'll stop right there and we'll pick up the, the points of your journey on the other side of this. We'll continue with our friends Tori and Tony Davidson who have chosen a lifestyle on a boat. They're cruising and uh, we're just checking with them. We're actually interrupting their incredible, easy lifestyle. <laughs> so when we come back, we'll continue the conversation with. for free to the Coast View Podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. He's the former president and publisher of the Sun-Herald, and now he's on the radio. 
Welcome to Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. We're having a, uh, just a fun conversation with Tony and Tori Davidson from Ocean Springs. Uh, Tori is uh, a Toronto from, uh, from Biloxi. Ten years ago, they decided to live a different lifestyle, and their lifestyle is living on a boat and just cruising. And they've had some wonderful uh, uh, ex- experiences and memories to, that they've made over the past year. Uh, they bought a boat in St. Petersburg, Florida in, in 2018, and then Tony went on a mission to to uh, completely refit it, to, to re- re- refurbish it, to change it in lots of cool ways that allowed them to actually have their, their home on this boat. And then they sat out on this journey. And what, 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 what Tori was explaining to us just as we went to the break is they, they, went to, um, they went to Orange Beach and then the Panhandle of Florida. And instead of crossing over to Clearwater, which a lot of boats do, I actually have a friend of mine who owns a restaurant on the water south of Tallahassee. And uh, that's a beautiful part of the country, you know, and it's kind of quaint, as you guys, I'm sure, experienced as you went around. But it, it's not a place you should skip if you're on a cruising adventure. There's some really cool little ports along that way, aren't there, Tori? Yeah. Um, Carabel, sweet little old Florida town. Uh, the next town we went to was Steenhatchee, a great little place. Um, then we went to Cedar Key. And then we... Uh, Where'd we go from there? Tarpon Springs. Oh, Tarpon Springs. It was like one of our favorites. Um, and then from Tarpon Springs, we made it to um, uh, Madeira Beach, Florida, which is near St. Petersburg. And uh, then we ended up staying there um, a couple of months because uh, we did learn as we're cruising that in the winter time, you kind of want to be somewhere in a marina tucked in somewhere. And in the hot, hot summertime, you want to be somewhere because it's it's uncomfortable to be out and on anchor. So we stayed there a couple months. Um, our broker lives there. Uh, we had fun with her that sold us the boat. Then we headed uh, to um, uh, Everglades City. No, we went to um, uh, Cayo Costa. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Cayo Costa <laughs> and anchored up there for a few weeks uh, and then went to Punta Gorda. Mm-hmm. To uh, to reprovision, uh, get fuel, things like that. Um, water, which now he put me in a water maker, so we won't have to do that anymore. Wow, uh, good for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then we went um, from there was the Everglades. No, we went to Fort Myers. Fort Myers we stayed on a mooring ball. Oh my gosh, so fun! I'm so glad we got to do Fort Myers Beach. Because it's gone now. Yeah, it, it is. It is. It was one of our favorite things to do was to go there and stay on that ball. I think about three weeks or yeah. more. It mm-hmm. was awesome. And then we just, you know, started back heading south. Is this time for Everglades City? No, <laughs> we, went to, there. <laughs> we went to uh, Marco Island first. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, anchored up there for about a week. And then we headed down to uh, Everglades City, which was <laughs> really a lot. Of fun yeah, that was yeah. fun. <laughs> And then from there, we came to the Keys mm-hmm. and the Marathon. We, yeah, and stopped at uh, Isla Mirada, you know, Key Largo, Isla Mirada, and then came to the Keys and then fell in love with this place. This is, we're at Skipjack Marina in uh, Marathon. And um, it's in uh, Vaca Key, yeah. uh, near Boot Key. And uh, we love it here. 
And then we left here and went up the East Coast in um, mid-June and uh, stopped at uh, Stewart, Florida, um, St. Augustine. We made our way up to Jacksonville, which is where we hunkered down for hurricane season. And it was a brilliant decision with some help from some friends of ours that told us they need to, that we need to stay there for hurricane season because Ian hit. Yes. We were tucked in. It's 20 something miles inland and up the river. So we weren't near the, the coast. It was a great place to be. I mean, you hardly knew there was anything going on. So it was did y'all go the intercoastal canal the whole way? Yeah. Isn't that we, interesting? I did I did that last year. We stayed down in uh, on the East Coast, uh, slightly into the Keys a bit, and then we came through Miami and you know Miami Beach, and then you know did the did did that uh, track for a good long way. Um, gosh, man, the development there is incredible. Uh, I have never seen so much money in my life. It's just unbelievable, isn't it? Yes, it is. <laughs> Uh, well, hey, by the right. way, one of, I, have, I don't remember the name of the sailboat, but one of the sailboats that we passed was a boat that several of us followed. It was a guy and his wife and his two kids, and they literally sail all over the world, and they have social media followers that follow them. And we passed them on the Intercoastal Canal. You know, they just happened to be there at that moment. In fact, the last time I saw them, let me see, I'm trying to remember where were they. They were in... Maybe Honduras or somewhere like that. The last time that I that I saw a post from them, um, I'll try to remember who they are and send you the link so you can see what how they do what they do. It's really interesting. But they live on that boat. Yeah, yeah they've had kids on that boat, and and they and the world's watching them travel the world. It's a, it's an amazing journey. As so many people are watching you guys, it's you, as you mentioned the social media part of what you're doing. You know, people they envy you, don't they, Tori? <laughs> they do, but it's it's a good way. It's you know it, it's a it's a it's a they're happy for us, and it's funny because we'll see people out when we were in um, Bradenton. We were we took the bikes, put up we have fold up bikes. We put them in the dinghy and went over to the dinghy dock, and we're on the dinghy dock putting the bikes together. And this guy comes over and he goes, "TNT's big adventure." <laughs> he, he follows us and he recognized us, and we get that everywhere. They don't even know our names; they just call us TNT. That's and neat. That's <laughs> neat. Hey, listen. Incidentally, uh, when I was at the Sun Herald, I was a regional vice president and had responsibilities for newspaper in Bradenton, among others. Spent a lot of time down there in Bradenton, and uh, Bradenton, Sarasota. Boy, that's a that's a bustling part of Florida for sure. What's your biggest surprise? I, I know you you found areas like I think did you mention Tarpon Springs was one of that you really liked and Fort Myers area you you enjoyed. Um, but as you as you went through, what is it the big ports that you like? Uh, is it the small port? Is it the amenities? What is it that draws you? Uh, what's what's the one that we were very surprised at? Um, Gosh, my brain is not thinking of all these places. Before we got to, uh, can't think of it. My brain. But that's okay. But you don't have to tell me the name. But what is it that we, appeals to you? Yeah. We like um, just a small, quaint place, down to earth people, just old, old Florida like, you know, old Florida like. O'Galley in Melbourne, in we Melbourne. were there coming down from St. Augustine. And it's 
it's just like every evening everybody gets together and may, might bring a snack and share with everybody. It's it's just uh, look at Kyle. He he's uh, this is not something that I selected, but it's, he just grabbed a picture that you posted from somewhere that shows a beautiful sunset and people just sitting there together. But that was in uh, Punta Gorda. Yeah, isn't that mm-hmm. something? Yeah, you've seen a lot of scenes like that, haven't you? Oh my gosh, the things we get to do, and right here in this marina, the manatees are just right here. They come up right behind your boat. You're just, you're five feet away from them. It's, hey, so, so Tony, do you fish? <clears throat> I do. I do. I haven't so, done so, as much fishing on this trip as I, as I, as I'd hoped to, but hopefully I'll, I'll do better with that. I'm, I'm trying to learn how to do the trolling game. I've never done the deep water trolling stuff. So I'm trying to learn that when we're going to the Bahamas and, and uh, man, I would definitely do that. I have lines out behind it. Cause you're the speed that you're going is perfect for dolphin and Wahoo. And right. you could, you know, you might, you trip over stuff is what's going to happen. You're going to trip. You're, you're going to see a little weed line over there. You're going to say, okay, I'm going to do a little, I'm going <laughs> to run down the weed line and do that. But Y'all would that would be it'd be a fun little addition, but also the reality is you'll catch some great fish, and you could you know put some. You have freezer space on your boat. We do, we do. Yeah. We have a refrigerator freezer in the galley, and then we have a big Dometic freezer that is on the back deck. Yeah. Hey, so where are, are y'all using a phone right now? What are you using? Uh-huh. Yeah, using it's- a phone. I'm gonna try something really gutsy. Um, oh. Hey, sh- sh- pick up the phone and just kind of do. Show me, show me where you're sitting right now, okay. and I'll, and and you. And if you don't mind, just for the radio audience, just describe to them what what they're seeing. Okay, we're in the salon right now. Um, I can stand up and walk. Yeah, a please. Bit. Yeah, go. You get. We got a great connection, so just okay. just stand up. Okay, so this is the salon. That's the the port side door entry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I will just, I don't want to go too fast, get people sick. Yeah. Hey, but what, here's the interesting thing that I see that, that Tony spent a lot of time preserving the wood, you know, to, well, this, trying you know to, that the wood on the inside of here looks the same as when we got it. Oh, wow. That's beautiful. So y'all didn't want to cover it up or, you know, it's just no. got that, you still no. got that wonderful feel to it. Hey, why don't we do this, Tony, uh, uh, Tori, when we come back for okay. the final segment, we'll continue this little tour with, with uh, Tori and, and Tony uh, Davidson, who, who made a decision to live on a boat and cruise. What a, what a wonderful decision they made. And I'm enjoying sharing their story. We'll see you after this break. Live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say Alexa. Open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. We're sort of uh, enjoying the life of TNT's big adventure. 
uh, Tory Toronto Davidson and Tony Davidson who made a decision to go live a lifestyle on a boat, and they're going harbor to harbor and just enjoying life. And when we went to break, uh, Tori was going to take us on a little tour. We've tried this a couple of times, and we've been successful when we've got a good Wi-Fi connection. So in this case, I think we're where we are. We're in the galley now, huh, Tori? This is the galley, yes. And so this this ended up getting new sinks, new countertops, um, yeah. you know, new stove, fridge. Um, I don't know if you can see. This is where my Wi-Fi starts getting a little bit. That's okay. But let me, what I've noticed about, first of all, one of the things that I notice immediately is that you and Tony are neat freaks. You want everything to be in its place. (laughs) Yes. yes. That's important, actually, when you're on a boat because you have limited space, right? Exactly. Yeah. And the other thing is from what you, from, from your post, it's clear that you or both of you like to cook. Yes, a lot. Yes, and it's it, it starts getting crazy expensive if you if you eat out all the time. So I bet it does. I bet it does. And then so, this uh, is, yeah, you want to go to the master? This yeah, please. Master. Yes, yes, um, yeah. And what happened in here? It had a queen size bed that was not very big. It was more like a glorified double, and your head slept way kind of wonky. And so yeah. he took it. We, he took it out just completely gutted it and put in two twins and then it's actually our theater room with our tv yeah so it's our i, I like i like what you did theater. because what you did really maximize the space i mean you're, you're not yes. talking about going out to horn island for the for a night this you're talking about home. living there and you need maximum space i mean that's you, you want your space don't you oh yeah yeah and then this is more of the yeah, salon, but it's 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 roomy. It's 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 nice and roomy. So, yeah. And you're sitting in. Uh, show me the show me the view out the window real quick. Uh, we're well, in Marathon. This uh, is in the Keys in that in a marina. So this is a sailboat right next door. Yeah, yeah. And then this is. It's hard to. We've got these screens on the windows. Yeah, I see. Well, we we can see actually pretty good. Yeah, and then there's beautiful water right there and mangroves across the way. Yeah. So, that's but, that's one of the things. Of course, when I see those mangroves, I want to be over there in a flats boat, yeah. throwing a fly or <laughs> you know checking out the snook and tarpon. Uh, you oh, probably could catch here. tarpon right behind your boat, huh? They're in here. Yeah, we'll we'll be um, in the in the bed watching TV or something, and all of a sudden we'll hear bam on the side of the boat, and it's like tarpon running up on <laughs> they hit your boat. So I've I've been there, done that. My kids love that. Um, it's just all part of life's experience and. You know, I told you I could very much do what you guys are doing. I mean, obviously I can't because I have a, a wonderful family and being with my family is important. And my grandkids, when I leave here, I have two grandkids as we speak here right now. But I think everyone everyone wants – everybody wants adventure. Everybody wants to make a decision like you guys made and just go see the world and it will be interesting to see where you go. Have, Tony, have you been thinking about, okay, we've really kind of done the Florida thing. Where might we want to go with this? I mean, have, have you got some wild ideas in your head about where this could take you? Well, we're going to be here until sometime in April in Marathon. And at that point, we're going to go to the Bahamas for a couple, three months. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to come back this way, cross uh, Lake Okeechobee. And we're going to spend hurricane season back home next year. Or yeah. this year. This year. Yeah. yeah, this year. Yeah, this year. This year. And after that, I don't really know what, you know, where we're headed. We don't really know. 
you may end up, you know, you're going to go to the Bahamas, but then you're going to, once you're in the Bahamas, you're going to start to think about, wow, there's the Bahamas is big. Not that you don't already know that. So much to explore all the way down to the Turks and Caicos and all these points in between. There's a, there's a big world out there to see on a boat, isn't there, my friend? Yes, there is. <laughs> yes, there is. Hey, you saw how I started the show. Uh, 20 years from now, you will be more disappointed by the things you didn't do than those you did. So throw off the bow line, sail away from safe harbor, catch the wind in yourselves, explore, dream, discover. When I read that from Mark Twain, had you guys heard that before? I've heard it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Does it describe you? Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's an amazing thing. And of course, the other one that you chuckled at, land was created to provide a place for boats <laughs> to visit, and uh, that's pretty much true as well. You know, it's interesting. It's not necessarily the, the, you know, going from the, the process of going from one port to the next, but it's once you get to the port, what you experience when you get there. That's really what you're. That's what, that's what this is all about, isn't it? It's about seeing these new sites. Meeting new people, just just having your senses overwhelmed with you know adventure and newness. That's what this is about, isn't it? It is. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, I didn't think it would be so. We would meet so many interesting people. That that I'm really surprised about that. We have made so many friends since we've started doing this. The people are absolutely amazing. And you, you know what? You have to love people to do this. You're meeting other people who have made the same commitment you guys have. And people are always curious about what was behind your decision. Let me tell you what was behind my decision and, and so on. It's got to be it's got to be so terrific. Hey, listen, I wish we had another hour together. But it has been a tr- it has been so much fun to have both of your smiling faces on Coast View. I wish you all the happiness in the world. And I hope that you don't have to figure out this whole notion of, you know, to have to fix your boat in exotic places. You can just enjoy the exotic places so <laughs> god bless both of you thanks for joining me on coast you thank you so much thank you you bet this has been uh, tori and tony davidson and it's been a great show i really enjoyed it a great coast you diversion we will see you tomorrow Talk Mississippi Media Production.